So who wouldn't want a business that does seven plus figures? Interview with Dan LaFave, episode 95 on Kelly Bagla's Go Legal Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast. This show is about knowing the legal life cycle of your business. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Attorney Kelly Bagler, the Queen of Business Law. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Dan Lefebvre. Yes, his surname is Lefebvre, and he'll be your fave once you get to know him. Dan is the founder of Lefebvre Coaching and works with heart-centered business owners to break through bottlenecks and scale a six-figure plus business while upgrading his client's skill set and mindset. Well, who doesn't need that? Welcome to the show, Dan. It's wonderful to be here, Kelly. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Super exciting to have you. Before we jump into your background and how you can help uh, businesses create seven, seven plus figure businesses, do you have a joke for us? I do. And uh, I was I was thinking about this earlier because I have so many. But um, this one is a pessimist sees a dark tunnel. I'm not an optimist sees light at the end of the tunnel. A realist sees a freight train. The train driver sees three idiots standing <laughs> on the tracks. <laughs> I thought you were going to come up with, well, the, one of the idiots was a lawyer, the other one was a <laughs> scientist. and the, <laughs> Oh, how funny. I haven't heard that one. That's a good That's one. That's good. That's good. That's a good one. I, I heard something uh, the other day. So I, I love listening to Zig Ziglar. Absolutely love his work, love his books. Highly, highly, highly recommend getting each and every one of the books that Zig has written. And he was he was sharing in one of his books. He said, um, a pessimist, right? Or, or shall we say um, procrastinators. He said uh, a whole bunch of procrastinators got together and they wanted to create their club. And then they decided to sort of sit on it. (laughs) 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 It never, it never happened. But I am really excited to have you on the show, Dan, because I know that you have helped uh, business owners break through those bottlenecks, right? Which business owner hasn't experienced just a devastating bottlenecks in business you know they're putting their heart and soul into and some of them literally put it put their tears into it as well but Mm -hmm. you seem to be the light at the end of the tunnel I'm going to just say hands up right hands up if you want your business to operate in the seven plus figures I know all of my fantastic business owners and entrepreneurs that are listening to the show are raising their hands right now so this is what you do for your clients, Dan. Tell me your background and how you got started in what you do. Well, certainly, and I'll give the shortest version of this because there is, there's a great, great one and a long one. But um, but you know, here's the thing. First off, I should have realized this earlier on, but my parents had a business. My dad was a butcher, so he opened up a butcher shop and a grocery store. And, you know, before I was 10 years old, I remember being in the back room helping out and so on. So I didn't recognize that, you know, 
business ownership or even entrepreneurship was in my blood because I spent probably 10 years of my life in that business, helping out and working weekends or whatever it took. Uh, so anyway, learned how to work hard and everything, but I, you know, and, and honestly, I didn't know, you know, I definitely wasn't going to be a butcher, but I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I, uh, I just went out in, in the world and I did my best and, you know, my, uh, my parents, my brother didn't graduate from high school. I did. And I went on to university and then I look at all my relatives and I realize only about five of them out of about 70 of them, my cousins graduated from university or college wow. and I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, I didn't really look back like I do now, but, but you know what, here's the thing. I finished university and I go right into entrepreneurship. I, and well, I started a business and it was a student painting business. You know, they're, they're recruiting us out of university and say, Hey, do you want to you know, be an entrepreneur? I said, sure. I did my best at that business and I generated maybe 30 to $40,000 in income, but I ended up in debt at the end, a few thousand dollars. So it wasn't a complete success, but it was a, it was a, ch- a challenge and something I learned. But uh, from there, I just I, I tried to find my way. I ended up finding my way into an investment firm, working for the biggest broker in the firm. And, um, and then, you know, that wasn't very exciting after a while. And in fact, it was just sales and marketing and it was kind of boring. My brother was building a business in telecom doing construction. And we started talking and he says, well, you know, I've grown it. I'm about 150, 180,000 in revenue. And then we started talking and I decided to join him. Well, what does he do? He puts me in the field, you know, so I'm out there with the guys with tools and all this. And I sprained my thumb two weeks into it, two weeks in the office. I'm there for three years. So, and then, and then here's the thing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm in my late twenties and I'm just figuring things out. The bank calls and says, well, you need some financials and statements. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, so you know what? I figured it out. And and I, I, I remember providing profit and loss statements and all sorts of stuff. I didn't know what I was doing. And then the year after they said, we need new ones. And I'm like, okay, what do I do? I took the spreadsheet, added percentages randomly, randomly, <laughs> not, not double digits, but you know, like randomly 3% on revenue and, you know, expenses. And I was just guessing. And guess what? Went from around 200,000 to 400,000, 600,000 to a million dollars in three years. Good Lord, and, uh, how, how, how did you achieve that? I don't know, like when I look back, you know, it was just, we were just winging it and, uh, you know, and he just, my brother's out in the field and he even opened up an office in uh, Naperville, Illinois, just out of Chicago and got an LLC and all this. And I, you know, I, I, we're just winging it. And, you know, he left me to run an office by myself and, you know, just, but, but uh, in the end, he wasn't willing to give me ownership or part ownership. And uh, so I started looking around and a friend was working for a big telecom company, ended up handing my resume over to HR. They recruited me. The project manager of project management contacted me and, uh, you know, he says, uh, well, we have a project and it's about $25 million. Uh, What's the largest project you've managed? (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) half a million? I don't know. (laughs) Right. All of them together. So, um, you know, but but here's the thing. They, They brought me in. So I figured out project management, didn't know how to do that. And then, and I was on contract, you know, I didn't want to be an employee. Uh, that, that got, uh, uh, got um, uh, squashed because a large company bought them. And then I went on to do, a, I, I found another outlet. So I'm very resourceful and I'm very resource oriented, action oriented. So I go right from there to doing real estate negotiations for another big telecom company. And I don't know that. 
So I'm managing all these 30 page documents. I remember going to a condo board, man, I, I don't envy anybody who does that because those condo board members are former insurance leaders and bankers and lawyers and all that. And they were hitting me with questions left, right, center. And I was just like, well, that's a legal question. I'll take it back to my legal department. <laughs> so, right, exactly. But, but I figured that out too, two years of that. And then I went on to another corporation because there was a, there was a gentleman there that I was dealing with to renegotiate a uh, contract and he wasn't responding. And then I found out that he was in the hospital. And then the next call I got was he died. Oh, and boy. so, yeah, so Don died and they said, well, Don left with everything in his head and we don't know what to do. And I said, well, I can help you. <laughs> so, so I said, I would help them renegotiate the contract, but also they said, can you help us with our problem here of, of having negotiations that we don't know how to manage. And I, I went over there and that was a, that's the largest landlord in Canada. They have six billion in assets, 360 billions, uh, 360 buildings, 160,000 tenants. But I was managing the commercial part of it, so they gave me three parts uh, to manage: um, media advertising, film production, and wireless telecom. And because I knew everybody knew wireless telecom, I was playing golf and having fun, and um, you know, just living a great life. Go to the office once a week, and you know, money just flowing in because they knew that they could negotiate easily with me, and and I. You know, I was pretty reasonable. So uh, anyway, but but that's you know that's the corporate right. And then there came a time when I got life second chance, and it was when my wife was having our second son, and uh, I learned that I could take a parental leave. The first child I didn't even take one. I took two weeks vacation and worked at home. <laughs> so, right. so and and guess what? I I'm like, what does that look like? And they said, well, you can take up to thirty six weeks at ninety two percent pay. And I said. I'm out of here. <laughs> I paid my dues, paid my dues, right? I, you know, I was made a senior manager and all this. So I was like, I'm, I'm gone. But then I had the awakening. And, and then when I went to go back, I was feeling this just real nagging feeling. Like, what am I doing? Why, you know, three hours of commuting each day and away from my family and a boss who works at all hours, you know, 3 a.m. or whatever and sends messages. <laughs> you know, I don't respond at 3 a.m., but he sends them right. after responded when I get up. So anyway, I had this, I had this, uh, this revelation, this realization that I didn't want to do that anymore. So as soon as I went back, I took all the vacation I could. And I was in Jamaica and I got a recruiter contacted me. I went over to another company. Three months in, they said, this is not working. You're done. Probationary period. Called me into the boardroom and said, you're fired. First time ever in my life. I'm always the resourceful person. I add value all the time. First hired, last fired. You know, first hired, last fired. That's that's me. Right. You know, um, they can't get rid of me. So that really shook me up. And so I remember that day I called my wife and I said, uh, "Just got let go. I'm going to Costco get a few things. I'll see you soon. And I'll tell you all about it." <laughs> and uh, and that was that was the start of my own business, right? And I went and did some soul searching. And uh, long story short, I ended up jumping into a multi-level marketing business because a friend of mine, uh, his father called me and I had said a prayer the day before. I said, you know, I want to be inspired and do something with my family. And then I get a call from this guy, Ken. And, and I remember holding the phone to my head thinking, Ken? Really? Ken? Not Ken. Could be. <laughs> so guess what? I did six months of that, even though it was grinding. And I, I had attempted to work with Ken probably 15, 20 years earlier, but it, it wasn't, it's not my thing, but I, I said, yes, but guess what? It led me to going to Salt Lake city. Before that, a friend gave me Ogmandino's work, the 10 scrolls. I was reading those scrolls every single day. And then I looked up Ogmandino, found Dave Blanchard, the CEO of Ogmandino. 
he has a, he had a new book. He said, buy 10 of my books and get eight weeks of coaching. And I'm thinking, I could use some help. <laughs> God, you know, here's well. right. So I bought his books and, and then, but then I looked him up and then uh, I, I learned he's in Bountyville, Utah, which is a bedroom city of Salt Lake. And I said, I'm flying to Salt Lake to go to Provo. And I said, uh, you know, could we meet? And he asked me, well, when do you fly it? I said, Sunday. He says, come and stay at my house. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so I said, but there's a problem. I have a friend flying in from Minnesota and he says, well, bring him. And uh, so anyway, uh, I, I ended up going there. And at the end of the day, I asked him where he works his magic, where he does his business. Cause I, I always like to see that environment. And uh, we spoke and he said these words, he said, Dan, I think you'd make a great coach. Just and like that's, that. Yeah. And that was the catalyst. That was the catalyst. I started thinking, okay, well, I've been reading, studying Wayne Dyer and Deepak and all these people and teaching it to people that I work with, but I didn't think about it as a business. And um, so, you know, I came home, a friend of mine was studying Bob Proctor stuff, introduced me to him. I bought all of his stuff. You know, I, I'm good at saving money. So I bought like $10,000 worth of stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to study this guy. And then she said, why don't you talk to his team? So she puts me in contact with his team and then the same thing happens. I'm talking 20 minutes with his team and the, the guy on the phone says, let's get Bob on the phone. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know, Bob. I don't know who he is. I don't know. <laughs> Other than I have his programs. Right. And uh, so later that day, I remember I went to a network marketing meeting and then I get on the phone with Bob. And then he said a few things to me, hit my heart, hit, I can feel my bones in my heart. He pitched me on becoming a coach for him, being certified with him and teaching his work. And, and that was, the, that was the, the real leap right there. And since then, I studied and worked with him for a few years, grasped all I could, and then started studying all sorts of other great leaders. I've invested, you know, probably $200,000, $300,000 in courses and events and, and mentors and masterminds. But I, but I really wanted to grasp, you know, what this industry is and, and how to work in it. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, that, that's what got me into it. And then I co-authored a book with Deepak Chopra, Jack Canfield, Dennis Waitley, wrote my own, uh, you know, my own book is Living Life Your Dreams. And, um, you know, so uh, th that's what got me into it. But I, I'm really passionate about the transformation people can go through, but they don't know how to do it. And that's, that's my unique. That's your speciality. <laughs> yeah. No, Dan, I, I'm a true believer in everything happens for a reason. Everything in my life has happened for a reason. You don't know it at the time that mm -hmm. it's happening or whether it's going to turn out to be, you know, this way or that way. But when you sit back, the events occurred, you know, you, you, I think we all start off with really knowing what we want, right? The, the ones that really know what they want, those are, I, I feel, are truly blessed because there are so many people out there just, sort of running around, trying to figure it out, right? And we, we all have a limited time here on earth. And as far as I know, you know, this is, this is the lifetime that, this is the life that God's given us and we should make the best out of it. In fact, I was talking to one of the local San Diego um, talk show, radio show hosts. His name is Mike Slater. And I was talking to him about America is such an incredible country as far as entrepreneurship goes. There isn't another country that promotes such going into business for yourself, become your own boss. Opportunities, they, they, they actually are endless here in, in America if you look. And being born and raised in England, I wouldn't have the same opportunities in England that I have had here 
in America, Dan. England's not a third world country, right? At one time, it ruled the world. It's not a third world country. But just the opportunities that I have had here in America. And if those opportunities are available to me, who moved here, it's available to each and every American that was born here. If they don't chase those opportunities, if they don't go out and seek those opportunities, what, what are they doing? Well, it, it's as if you and I can read and we don't read, right? The, the, we have books in front of us, we have magazines, we have newspapers, but we don't read. And you have other people that are dying to read, but they don't know how to read, yeah. right? So it, it's a huge difference between the people that really you know, chase their dreams and make things happen. And you help those people make things happen. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I have two beliefs based on what you were just saying. One is, and most people believe that life is happening to us. I believe that life is responding to us. So yes. I go around looking for... I just got gooses. I, Dan, I just got gooses. Yes, you're absolutely right. So I go around looking for the evidence for the things that I've I've intended or, you know, or my intentions or even the things I've visualized. So I, I and, and, and sometimes they come in unique ways, unique packages. So I'm always looking for the little nuances. And instead of reacting, I, I just say, okay, well, that, that's kind of interesting. I wonder if there's something more to that, you know? Um, the other thing is that I believe that God gave us more talent and ability to, uh, uh, to be at our best selves, right? And then it's our responsibility to develop that talent and ability. Right. And we're always becoming something. So, so, you know, I will often meet folks that want to have seven figure, you know, eight figure, 10 figure businesses. And I'm like, fantastic. You want that? You know, and then we, you know, then we start figuring out why, because they don't know the reasons why they're just thinking, if I have all that money, I'll have security and, and it's not. Um, but the key thing is if they want to have business development, but also a life, Right. So so I don't just say, hey, let's just build your business and, and wipe out your relationships and your health on the way. <laughs> right. <That's, you> know, <laughs> exactly. No, no, there's there's three pillars. So it is your relationships, your health and your business. But the business is the foundation and the foundation we have to build that we have to build that on a really strong foundation. It's like giving a contracting crew a shoddy design and then coming by to look at their work and right. wondering what, what is this? Right. right what happened? Right. right? So. You know, architecture has to be good. So, so really, really good design because that's, that's the direction, that's the destination. And so most people don't think like that. And so even my book, Living Life, Your Dreams, it's all about reverse engineering your life because people don't think about that. How do, you, how do they, you know, it's not just a life worth living, but how about a life worth dying for, you know, at the same time, play both ends of the scale. And so, so you know, the work that I do is, is twofold. You know, the clients will come to me and say, hey, I'm ready. I want to have a seven plus figure business. I'm like, fantastic. We're going to do it. It's going to be fun. And then we get to work and we start crafting their future. And again, or not again, but the, the key thing here is unless people are thinking about their future, all they're thinking about is what they know. And that's a reflection of the past. And that, make, that makes their future predictable, which is useless. So right. we start getting to work on their future. And then we start using structures and strategies to tune into what they want. Also, quite often, almost all the time, almost in like, not, I will say nine times out of 10, there are things that they're doing that they need to stop doing. 
like they're investing energy into an aspect of their business, which only produces 10% of their income and it's a huge frustration. And so they have to be willing to let that go. Or uh, they, they, they don't have time to work on their business because they're devoting so much other time to, you know, could be media or it could be just, you know, wasted efforts. So they have to stop doing certain things. So, you know, we have to make space and time for them to work on their business. And then they have to start doing new things, things a little bit differently, you know, and, and I have a planner, which I'm going to share today, which is phenomenal. So it's, it's really, it's a lie detector and it's a high performance lie detector. So you can't get around it. it you know, if you, you either did or you didn't do the thing and, and then you measure your performance and then you can look for breakdowns because if you don't know what's breaking down, you don't know what to fix, you know? Today's cars, we take them into the repair shop, plug it into the computer. Within minutes, they tell you what's wrong. And within exactly. 45 minutes, you're leaving. <laughs> 20 years ago, they'd start pulling parts out of the car. We've got to figure it out. You know, we're, we're problem solving here. Not the way it is today. So, so yeah, I just mentioned two of the things I do. So helping clients stop doing things, old things that aren't working, start doing new things in, in a very structured, organized way. And then also thinking differently and doing different things because, the mindset that entrepreneurs have or business owners have that aren't that isn't allowing them to scale to the seven plus figures is the is the area where the problem is. That's the bottleneck. They're their own bottleneck. They don't know they're at war with themselves and they're in conflict with their own future. And I have to help them realize that. So uh, so I'm, I'm doing a combination of business development and mindset. Because if they don't get the mindset, the mindset is at the core. And if they don't get the mindset dialed in, then what's relevant to them right now won't allow them to go to that next level. But because Dan, that's very, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to provide someone with a different type of mindset, right? Because they're so stuck in the ways that they've always done stuff. Hmm. I'm so curious and I would love for you to share with with my fantastic business owners and entrepreneurs that are listening to this show right now, uh, you mentioned a plan. How is it? How is it that you can help scale a business, any business, to seven plus figures? Well, the plan. The plan is the key component of it because it's the it's the gauge. Like I was saying earlier, it's a lie detector. So, so it's basically gauging performance, but also determining where breakdowns are, what needs to be fixed. Because I have another belief, which is um, excuses and, and reasons are like oil and water to results. So right. if people want results, then they have to keep their attention on where they're going. And it takes a lot of focus and a lot of self-discipline. Uh, in fact, they need pig-headed discipline, PhD. And uh, so, so, you know, they need a PhD and, and, and I help them graduate with that. But the, the, here's the key thing. If they have at least a 12-week sprint, a plan with their biggest goal, with focused attention, it's going to be an imbalance. It, it is designed to be an imbalance. It doesn't mean that family and spouses are just shoved out the door and you take, you know, get a hotel room or something. Right. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how it works. It's it's just an intentional imbalance focused predominantly on business to get it to where it needs to go. Same thing with health. So, you know, it might be an 80-20 split, 80% on business, 10% on health, 10% on relationships. And communication has to be very clear with, with the relationships with the family, you know, and anybody else. I'm focusing on business. It's a 12-week sprint. Here's what I'm going to accomplish. And at the end of that, we're going to celebrate and we're going to take a vacation or do something. Um, but it's, it's very, do you, very... Do you go on vacation with them? <laughs> oh, no. of, of course <laughs> I, 
I, I think we could use a break, but, <laughs> you know, but you know, they need to reward themselves. Otherwise, what's the point in sprinting for 12 weeks and focusing on key objectives and only things that we can control? That's the key because people oftentimes focusing on things, focus on things they don't control. You know, they, they put okay. things in their, their calendar that they can't control, you know, and then they, then they wonder why they feel like failures and then their old selves, their, you know, the, their childhood selves who, you know, had hardships and so on comes back and reminds them, this is, you know, this is where we fail or right. this is where we struggle. Um, but the key thing is they have to keep taking steps forward. And so that, that's my skill. I have tremendous amounts of tools and resources. So I provide them little exercises, little steps. And there's a reason for that, by the way. There's a part of our mind called the amygdala and then it's the flight or fright. And so I have to avoid that at all costs. So I just get them taking little steps so that they don't get into their, you know, is this true or not for me? Or is this a belief? You know, they get into their beliefs and that becomes a huge hurdle if they get into a deeply rooted belief. So I just help them move around that by just taking incremental steps, little steps, just building, they're just building. It's, it's unnoticeable. And then I always tell them at the beginning, I say, six months from now, you're going to look back and wonder who you were and what you were doing. And, uh, and then I hear it all the time. It's like the, the words are, this is crazy. I can't believe this. You know, I'm, I'm putting three hours a day and I'm kind of bored. You know, last year I was 12 to 16 hour days, six days a week. And, and I, you know, so, so it's about the key here is I provide them with a freedom that they would have never had because now they have, I, self, I help them set up a self-managing business using this process. And I also help them work on their business. So they're doing the creative aspect because everybody started a business with the creative idea in mind, but then they got caught in the minutia of running right. a business. And so I have to get them moving out of working in their business, which means they have to delegate. I help them choose a team. I have systems for that. Very easy because some people struggle. They're like, who do I hire? And, 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 you know, what are their qualities? And I'm like, Hey, I've got systems. We just, we plug in the system, they build it, they go seeking the person they want. And then they go through, and I even have an assessment tool. It's not mine, but it tells you with the inner wiring of their mind. So once, you know, once we, they know that, then they know they have the right person, then they get to work. And as soon as they, carve out more time for themselves, they start building their cave or <laughs> their place where they can be creative. Then they're working on their business and they're doing the creative aspect of it. And they just monitor their KPIs or key performance indicators and keep an eye on their business and their client, their, their employees, make sure that everything is performing. And at some point in time, if they like, they can start another business because that one should be completely self-managing. That's, so that's the concept. What's this? Um, that sounds all fantastic, Dan. But they have to obviously start with a plan, right? Mm -hmm. What's this? What's this incredible plan that you have that you share with um, you share with your clients to to get them to where they should be? Well, it's. I have to. I'll, I'll be honest. It's a system that was born of the book, the twelve week year. And so it's not what you would get just from the book. It's way better than that because I integrate other things that I've learned from Bob Proctor and, and great leaders and teachers. So this planner is a 12 week sprint, but it's the most important goal in your business. And it's going to be achieved in 12 weeks. Most people would take 12 months to do it, but we're compressing it into 12 weeks. So can you imagine having not just one, but four 12-week sprints, your four biggest goals in your business accomplished in a year instead of maybe one, because most people get to October, November, and it's like, 
panic season. Right. <laughs> right. I haven't finished my goals. And, and then, and then, <laughs> and then they do their, their new year's resolutions and they realize they're a complete failure and then they beat themselves up. Um, but this system avoids all that because it's incremental steps and accountability is built in weekly calls, look for the breakdowns, make course corrections, right? It's, it's a self-analysis self, you know, review. And because what do we have to do? We project out what we want and then reflect look for the evidence and look for the breakdowns, fix what's broken and keep stepping forward and only focus on things you can control. That's the system, but it's, it's, you know, it's comprehensive and it's a closed system. There's no, you know, there's no wiggle room. You just, right. you either do it and get it done. And so it takes a real action oriented focus, not necessarily focus, but a real action oriented mindset. The focus can come from the coaching, but, uh, but can you imagine having, you know, a, a system whereby you're taking action only on your highest priorities every single week, measuring performance, checking things off, feeling good about it, and, and then realizing that, you know, things are moving in the right direction. You're gaining momentum, progressive realization, right? Like that's, that's the objective, but it's also freeing up space and time because you need space and time in your, not only in your world, in your business, but also in your mind right. so that you can be creative and do the things you like to do so so that that's the plan but it's it's an awesome plan it's it's a plug and play planner it, it, you know it, a five-year-old could probably do it <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so yeah well i mean they could implement it i don't know if they could use it but you know um but it, but it's that simple and um you know but but it takes that accountability aspect is huge because most people are not self-accountable today that's i'd have to agree yeah they're not, they're not accountable and they will come up with excuses and reasons and so on and justifications and get nowhere. And, uh, you know, this system doesn't allow for that. It's just, it's, it's not built for people who, who want to blame and complain and, and uh, avoid and deny. <laughs> it's not, those are victims, right? And this is for people who want to live intentionally, but not by accident. Right. And so, um, you know, and I'm not somebody who lives by accident. I, I, I have long-term plans and, and everybody should, they should even have a 10 year, three year, one year, and then break that down into, and this is what I do with my clients. We start off with 10, go broad, and then we zoom into three, and then we zoom into one, then we zoom into 12 weeks, and then we get going, hit the ground running. And yeah, why, and all of my clients, oddly enough, get leaner and lighter. They all, they all lose weight. Because we're organizing their mind, they're giving yes. their mindset. Yeah, which yes. is phenomenal. I, I like. I don't expect that. Like thirty-six pounds from one client, forty from another, fifty. Wow. I don't even look for it, um, you know. And, and but it's because I'm helping them get their mindset organized, their actions, their focus, their intentions, what really matters to them, and they end up, you know. Oftentimes, I just give little simple solutions for fitness and health and wellness, and they'll pick up on those. But I, I don't. It's not a big focus of mine, but. I get clients that are, you know, saying to me, I'm up at 4.30 a.m. and I'm doing P90X. And, and I'm like, really? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. And then, you know, here's the key thing. In order to grow a business to seven plus figures, you need lots of energy. So you yes. need to put the right food into the, the, into the gut, right? So that the, you know, that's the fueling center. So that the information center, our mind, has all the nutrients it needs to operate at its highest and, and best level. Otherwise, it's going to be a case for burnout. So, um, you know, so I work on all those levels and, uh, you know, it's, it's phenomenal. The transformation is huge. People feel freer. They have better lives and, uh, and they're moving towards, you know, living that life of their dreams or, you know, living a life worth remembering. That's the key. 
Yeah. That's pretty incredible, Dan, the, the results, right? You you are a results-oriented coach. And with, with your line of work, if you don't see results, then, you know, something's gotten stuck in the wheel, right? Mm-hmm. And it's uh, people want to, you know, I, I hear it all the time. Oh, my business is slow or, oh, I can't get this moving. Oh, I can't get that moving. Well, sometimes it's that, that person, it's themselves. And they literally have to start thinking differently. But I think you would provide such a, an incredible service where you can actually help all types of business owners in different industries. Absolutely. And, uh, and I have, uh, I've worked with brick and mortar business owners, uh, online business owners, though, I, I find are the easiest to work with because I can relate to them. All the things that I've studied were online marketing and so on. So I can, you know, I, I have to hold back sometimes because I have so many resources and, and yeah. I find myself getting overwhelmed, but, but yes, the key here is to, to take incremental steps, chunk things down, you know, Mark Twain's quote about chunking things down. So I'm awesome at chunking things down, simplifying it, getting a different perspective and taking simple incremental actions to get the thing done. Most people are not good at doing that themselves. So they need an outside perspective. I'm objective because it's not going to right. cost me anything. It doesn't right. yeah, but, but I, you know what, I will work harder than anybody. So, you know, and so the, the great thing is I'm, I'm going to give them all the resources and then some, if I study something new, I'll take it and I'll incorporate it and I'll make a, a questionnaire out of it. And, uh, and you know, it's, it might be something like lately I've learned about values. If people just increase their value, they wouldn't have to go hunting for business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah so exactly. I have, I have a complete document for that now. And, and so, you know, but, but it's different for everybody. So I'm always looking for what specifically the challenge is, the bottleneck. And, and yes, everybody's getting in their own way. Everybody. There's not anybody who isn't. And it's all the limitations. We're conditioned to short shortchange ourselves you know we're we're not designed and well we're designed to be productive and be effective and so on but we're not taught that it's not taught in schools our parents didn't know it and unless they learned it they didn't teach it to us so here we are you know bent not broken bent (laughs) so you know but the thing is we can straighten out we we can straighten ourselves out get our focus get our intentions know what direction we're going in know what we want and why because if we don't know why, like, hey, I want seven figures. Well, why? Right. <laughs> what are you going to do with that money? You know? And um, there's a fun little game that I've been playing with my clients now, which is they have to journal and write $1,000 in their journal every single day and spend that. And $1,000 today, $2,000 tomorrow. And, and, you know, by 30 days, they're spending $30,000. And if they already bought some furniture and a new house or whatever, <laughs> they got to figure out what else would to buy. And that's the thing. It's like money is a resource. And unless we're using it for a purpose it doesn't doesn't have any value and there's no there's no real motivation behind it and people don't realize that very very valuable information that you've shared with us dan very interesting Uh, we will definitely have your information as part of our show notes anyone can download the app you just go to your app stores download go legal yourself and you can contact any of our guests directly from the show but would you like to share one last thing with the audience? I would. And it is the 12 week planner. Now I will tell you, I haven't designed it and built it completely myself. I've had lots of help because I'm not an expert or technological genius, but it is phenomenal. I must say, I mean, it has graphs and everything in it, but here's the thing. You can get it at lefavecoaching.com forward slash 
focus. So L-E-F-A-V-E coaching.com forward slash focus. And you can download it. It's a Google plug and play sheet. You don't need to do any work other than read the instruction, follow those five steps, implement it and get it going. Get an accountability partner though, please, because that's the key. But it, it's it's a phenomenal tool. I'm so happy to share it with the world. And I, I could just see, you know, 10, you know, five, 10 years from now, so many people using this system and getting such phenomenal results. They're on vacation and having fun and their business is working, and, and, <laughs> you know, and they're, they're enjoying themselves. And that, that's the thing, you know, that people should be free. You know, we, we, it wasn't supposed to be all work and no play. I don't right. think that was, you know, life wasn't designed for that. But anyway, that's, that's the system. It's yours to use and implement. And, uh, and I'd love to see your results. And by the way, it comes with instructions. So there's going to be a sequence of emails that follow up that kind of nudge you, but also guide you. So, so don't disregard those. And I would I white label the email that you get it from so that you can see the, the instructions and so on. It's completely a free gift. You just use it and implement it. If you get an awesome results, just, you know, ping me on LinkedIn or something like that and let me know. That's all I want to know. Well, you've been extremely generous. Thank you so much, Dan. And I would love, love to hear feedback too from our fantastic listeners, friends out there. If you if you feel stuck, and I know we most most of us do now and then, what do you have to lose? Right? What do you have to lose? Go to lafavecoaching.com forward slash focus. Get that 12-week plan, the planner. Start on it. What do you have to lose? You're only going to get better. Thank you so much, Dan, for being a guest today. Thank you, Kelly. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much. And again, you want to contact my fantastic guests, please download the app and make sure you do check out golegalyourself.com. Do-it-yourself legal protection. I am Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law, and it's been my pleasure being your host today. Until next time, cheers to your success. Produced by Imagine Podcasting, we help businesses eliminate competition by elevating their brand and message to be heard. Visit imaginepodcasting.com for more information.